I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block. Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today, I've got five traps in Supercoach Classic brought to you by the Supercoach Whisperer. Whisperer, how are we, mate? Good, mate. Good. Not a lot has changed as usual. Just sitting here podcasting and content, and I'll be doing that until March the 11th, I think. Mate, you'll be doing that till late November, let me tell you. Now, obviously, it's one term in Supercoach that I guess is pretty self-explanatory, but if you had to explain what a Supercoach trap is, dive into it for us. Uh, for me, it's a bloke that overperformed last year that, that won't relive those heights in 2021 or the, the next season. Um, today, we've got five of them. Obviously, two of them that we have touched on already. Uh, we will briefly go over those. But yeah, a trap for me is guys that uh, I wouldn't be looking at at all, basically, unless uh, some circumstances change. And there's a number of reasons for this. It could be them moving clubs. It could be uh, a guy coming back from injury that they filled in for the year before. It could just be you know, a change in the game. It could be a new coach. There is a plethora of reasons why a guy can be a trap. And we've we've got a couple of diff- different examples for different guys here. We'll start, first of all, the two fellas that we've already spoken about over the last two weeks as traps. Who were they? Uh, Tohu Harris from the New Zealand Warriors and Jai Arrow from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, Harris from the sheer fact that with all the new acquisitions in their forward pack, I don't see him being... Uh, obviously, he still will be a leader, but I don't see him being a, a workload leader as he was last year. So I think he will regress back to similar stats that we've seen from prior years. I think 2018, 2019, he had, he had averages of about 50 and last year jumped up to 59, 60. So I think we'll see him regress. Uh, and the other one is Jai Arrow. We've touched on this. I've touched on this in a pretty lengthy podcast. Uh, it's just a gradual decline for Arrow uh, with the game changing, him not being a suitable 13. Uh, potentially unsure in his rotation to sees him be a trap. Now, mate, the first man on this list, he's a guy that, for me, had his best season in first grade yet last season, playing 5-8 for the Newcastle Knights, Kurt Mann. Uh, he's been a bit of a journeyman in rugby league. You know, he's been at St. George, he's been at Melbourne. He's, you know, he's finding his way to Newcastle now where his career started as a teenager coming through the system there. And 
as much as he's been a journeyman, he's also been a journeyman of positions. We've seen hooker, we've seen center, we've seen wing, fullback. He really found his feet at five eight last year. Why have you got him as a trap this season? I feel really sorry for Kurt Mann because, like you said, he played his best footy last year uh, wearing the six jersey. And what worries me is obviously this leadership debacle at the Knights. We've seen uh, Blake Green get shafted out and then brought back in and potentially made club captain. When Green was brought in last year, Kurt Mann was the first person to be shifted to nine. Um, now people will say that the nine stock was low, but they did also have Chris Randall there who made 74 tackles on debut. So it wasn't like the Knights had no one to play nine. And I'm just not too sure where he sees fit. I made in a podcast that I think Connor Watson is a better football than man. If you're going to use a, a rotation man and a utility bloke, I think it is Watson. Tex Hoy is another one that can play a multitude of positions. So I'm just not too sure where man sees himself. He'll obviously suit up in the six to start the season. Uh, but when Green comes back, all reports is that he will be club captain. He will be wearing the six. Uh, Watson will be wearing the 13. So it leaves very little room for men in the starting side. And price at 570K, I just don't see him going anywhere near the heights that he had in 2020, especially when he increased his average by over 100%. I think he averaged 33 the year before, and, and last year it was 63. So It's tough to see him getting a gig. I mean, some of the names you mentioned, Blake Green, Connor Watson. I mean, Phoenix Crossland, he's a year older as well. They had huge raps on him at the start of last season. I mean, Texoy, he's trying to get a gig in this side too. It looks like he won't get it at fullback, so he's going to have to make himself valuable somewhere else. Uh, Let me ask you this. Jake Jake Clifford too. Yeah, Jake Clifford's a riding. Yep, 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 yep. That's a big one as well. Let me ask you this. If if we get to round one and Kurt Mann, for whatever reason, is named at centre... Should we still be avoiding him? Uh, yeah, he just doesn't have his hands on the ball as much as he would at 6 or 9. Uh, a lot of his stuff came from base, and a lot of that was taking on the line. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. He's not going to make the tackles. He's not going to have the chance of attacking opportunities out in the centres. Uh, even if he was named at 6, I don't think he's a, a fight. Even if you told me he was going to play every round, every minute at 6, uh, at 570K, he's not one that I even look at. Uh, mate, one thing about these traps is that you know, they might be irrelevant right now because of all these reasons we're providing, but there's a really good chance during the season if there is injuries or if there's suspensions or anything like that, these guys, they can become relevant once again really quickly. There's a good chance that we could get a really cheap Kurt Mann that's really relevant later in the season again, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, starting out at 570, but we could easily see him if he comes off the bench, come back down to sort of 380, 400. And with Blake Green being made of glass, we could definitely see Mann getting the solidified six jersey, making him super coach relevant once again. Just because I say someone's a trap doesn't mean it's a red line through them for the rest of the season either. It's just based on price coming into the season. Yeah, for sure. And a guy that for me, unless they have injuries, he's pretty much got a red line through him. He's going to need, I reckon, two injuries in the Sharks forward pack to become properly relevant is Aiden Tolman. Now, his, he sort of flew under the radar last season, didn't he? Yeah, it's surprising to see Tolan so high up on the standings. He's obviously been a stalwart at the NRL and really pumped through his work for the last couple of years. But with a really depleted Bulldogs forward pack, it saw him uh, put up 61 minutes a game. And uh, 61 of that was in base and an average of 65. And Tolan quietly went about his work and became the third best front row forward in the game to play more than 10 games. But like you said, at the Sharks, he's just competing with so much uh, forward depth. It's going to be hard to see him get reliable minutes, even if he does start, which I don't think he will. I, personally, I did my team the other day, my Sharks by 17, and mate, I actually found it hard to get him a spot in there, but with all of his experience, I think he is going to be hard to leave out, but there are a lot of mouths to feed there, and 
Yeah, I think even if he gets a teamless Tuesday and he's starting, I mean, I still think he's going to leak a heap of coin there. Yeah, Andrew Fafita, Toby Rudolph, Royce Hunt, Jack Williams, Brendan Hamlin, Ueli, all just uh, a couple of names there that are really going to take uh, food off the plate of Tolman. And even if he does get a start, it's just not worth the price. But for anyone that picked him up last year, well done to you. Um, but yeah, this year it's going to be a big different story, I think. I think also we've seen Andrew Fafita. He's lost a heap of weight in this offseason, so you'd think that potentially he could play a few extra minutes as well, which which only hurts Tolman's case there. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about, the next trap, I've already spoken about him as a draft prospect. I'll be interested to hear what you've got to say to him, say about him. Uh, David Nofaluma, obviously recently re-signed with the West Tigers. Uh, we're hearing the news now that James Roberts is going to be on his edge, so he gains Jimmy the Jet. He loses Benji Marshall. For me, losing Benji Marshall is a much bigger factor. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Marshall walking out of the Tigers uh, spells disaster for Nofalima, in my opinion. Um, he had a career year in terms of try scoring, and it was a real shoot-up, and that was, I think, down to Marshall having a real turn-back-the-clock the type of year. I just don't see Nofalima getting an increase in base or getting the same amount of tries. People say he's a base-out monster, but he has the same base as guys like Shibasaki and Zach Lomax who you don't think of as uh, big base guys. So the false narrative around uh, Nofaluma is his workload, which is not the greatest. At 670K, it's a lot of money to spend on a center wing that you're not confident on. And uh, for that kind of money, you can get someone like Saw, someone like To'o that's going to put out better performance and probably have more tries scoring opportunities. I think it would be fair to say as well from uh, having a look at your side and talking to you for the last few weeks that you're a big believer in going a little bit cheaper with your center wings to start the season, yeah? Yeah, my most expensive center wing at the moment is 350k. Look, I'm not against guys starting with it. It's just a personal preference thing. Uh, I just feel there's much more consistency in other positions than starting with a stack center wing. Now, mate, over the next few days, you'll be joining me again on the podcast. You're going to give us a super coach pod for each and every position. I'm really excited about that one. For those listening that might not be aware, what is a pod? Uh, pod just stands for player of difference. So someone that's going to be... Uh, nine times out of ten different to the, or your opponents. Uh, I like to think of them as someone that's less than 10% ownership. Uh, there is one man that is above that, but based on the price, I think it might drop. Um, but yeah, Pod is someone that's really going to set you apart from the rest of the field. They are risky because if they do go wrong, then obviously you're one of the few that have them. But if they go right, they can really shoot you up the rankings and get your season in the right way. Can you give us an example of a Pod that you've had over the last few seasons that uh, pushed you in the right direction? Uh, a pod from the last couple of years. Uh, last year, Tohu Harris was a good pod. Uh, no one really picked him up just because of the unknown. Uh, another pod would be someone like this year would be someone like Zach Lomax. Obviously, he starts at a high price, but has real good upside at that dragon side. So there's uh, many examples out there on the Daily Telegraph. If you do have uh, a gold subscription, you can see filtered by ownership percentages. So a pod is anyone that yeah has less than 10% ownership. Mate, really looking forward to that one. We'll uh, have a yarn with you over the next few days. Looking forward to it, Gary. Cheers.